Hey everyone and welcome to episode one of the new podcast format for our daily time of dwelling in the Word of God together. My name is Randy Todd and I am excited to share in this life journey with you to know God better and to encourage one another to walk in His ways. We are going to call this podcast something worth thinking about. And the aim of this podcast will be for us to put into practice the Word of God in Philippians 4, verses 8 through 9, where the Apostle Paul wrote long ago, Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things." Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. We are bombarded every day with a million things that compete for our attention and our passion. Some of these things make us anxious. Some of these things make us angry. And some of these things just stress us out. And the result of this information overload can be that our hearts and minds become cluttered with thoughts that are both unhealthy and harmful and potentially both toxic and dangerous. And I believe that we can combat this tendency by intentionally spending some time every day thinking about something worth thinking about, something from the Word of God. The aim, of course, is not only to think about such things, but also to put these things into practice in our lives in concrete and practical ways that will make a difference. So welcome again to episode one of Something Worth Thinking About. Today we're going to continue in our walk through the Sermon on the Mount, and we are in Matthew chapter 5, verses 21 through 25. Let's hear what Jesus has to say. You have heard that it was said to the people long ago, You shall not murder, and anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with a brother or sister will be subject to judgment. Again, anyone who says to a brother or sister, Raka, is answerable to the court, and anyone who says, You fool, will be in danger of the fire of hell. Therefore, if you are offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First, go and be reconciled to them. Then come and offer your gift. Settle matters quickly with your adversary who is taking you to court. Do it while you are still together on the way. Or your adversary may hand you over to the judge, and the judge may hand you over to the officer, and you may be thrown into prison. These are the words of Jesus, again, Matthew 5, 21 through 25. Now, the question I want to ask you today is, have you ever murdered someone? 
thankfully most of us, as in almost all of us, and perhaps absolutely everyone else listening to this today, can answer no. Murder is a terrible thing. We get that. We understand that. But the new question I want to ask you is, have you ever been angry? I mean, really angry with someone. Most of us now probably have to answer, yes, I have. Or how about this? Have you ever said rude, mean, ugly, and angry words to or about someone? Again, a lot of us probably, if not all of us, have to answer yes, I have done that too. But we dismiss this and we let ourselves off the hook because we would say, well, everybody does this. Everybody has done that. And so if we back up to the first thing, everyone gets that murder is wrong. Murder is a violation of love in an extreme form. And so we just know, we inherently know this is something we must not do. But unfortunately, too many of us, it seems, think that using mean and condescending words about and against someone is simply part of life. It's what people do in America. It's what people do all around the world. It's part of our culture. And everyone needs to toughen up and not be so fragile when someone unloads on them. I mean, the old saying is, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And we, we know that those words aren't true. Words can and do hurt us, and they have inflicted untold harm to countless people, maybe including you. And we are often both the givers and the receivers of these toxic, poisonous Words. Now, I get the sentiment of we need to toughen up. We need to not let words just completely undo us. And Jesus has actually already given us some really radical teaching on this matter. We back up to verse 11 where he said, Blessed are you when people insult you, when people persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way, they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So Jesus says some pretty strong things here. But this is not the point of what Jesus is now saying here about our angry words. Jesus is challenging us to abandon the impulse of anger and whatever the insulting terms of our culture are in favor of pursuing peace and reconciliation. Trash talking is indeed part of the American way of life. It is everywhere. Talk radio, sports, politics, social media, gossip between friends, and you name it. And Jesus is calling us to get out of this mess, to break the routine, and to pursue something else. We can do better. We must do better. We take murder again, very seriously. And Jesus expects us to take this matter of our anger and our words seriously too. And Jesus is not simply calling us to be polite. 
He's calling us to pursue reconciliation with people. So much so that he said to the people of his day, if you're on your way to worship God and it occurs to you that there is something between you and this other person. And notice specifically the language he says, if you remember that your brother or sister has something against you, just leave your gift at the altar first. Before you do anything else, go and seek reconciliation with this person. And then after you have done this, come back to worship God at the altar with your gift. Now you get the sense that this is really important to Jesus. And I submit to you that we all need to take everything that Jesus is saying here in this moment to heart. Jesus came into this world primarily for one reason, to pursue reconciliation with all of humanity. Instead of writing us all off as sinners who will never change and who will one day get exactly what we deserve, Jesus came to offer us terms of peace. He went so far as to offer himself on a cross to make things right. He offered himself on the altar before God, and then he returned to the Father. So I submit to you that these are no mere idle words for Jesus. Don't let them be idle words for you. Take them to heart. Abandon the ways of the world. Follow in the ways of God. As the Word of God says in Romans 12, verse 8, If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. This is the way of Christ. This is the way of God. This is the way of the cross. This is the way of God's kingdom. If it depends on God, he's at peace with you and me. And if it is in your power, live at peace with everyone so much as it depends on you. May the Lord bless your day in every way as you seek to know him and to honor him in all that you think and do. Mm-hmm.